You're listening to Living Free and Fulfilled. I'm Katie Bach, your host, a Gemini, yogi, intuitive spiritual guide who believes in the magic and the power, the wisdom that lives inside of you. And that's what this podcast is all about. I am on a mission to empower you to create a life that feels good for you, a life where you can live it your way. Tune in each week to hear from me, to meet new people as they are interviewed, as we share together tips, tools, practices, experiences that have guided us to create a life that feels good so that we can support you on your journey to live a life aligned with your soul as you plug back into yourself rediscover your power, your inner wisdom, and the magic that truly flows throughout you. Are you ready to live free and fulfilled? A new episode starts now. Hey there, welcome back to the podcast. I am here with Nicole Shackelford. Welcome, Nicole. Thank you for having me, Katie. We are going to talk about the missing piece of living a free and fulfilled life today. And I'm really excited to have this conversation with Nicole on the podcast with you because this element is something we really don't consider as part of living free or living fulfilled or really in any type of healing journey. We don't consider this when we're manifesting and it's really an essential piece. And that essential piece is safety. Safety is commonly defined as if we have a physical threat, um, we feel unsafe, right? Do we feel safe physically? And safety really dives into more than just the physical element. And so I'm going to turn the mic over to Nicole and have her kind of dive into these other elements of safety and why it's so important to living that free and fulfilled life. Yeah, Kitty, um, I have to say, like, on my own healing journey, it took me years before I got my hands on something that really pointed to how necessary and essential safety is when we're healing. And it was a somatic body practitioner. It was a book she was uh, that, that I was reading. And she pointed out in black and white that safety was crucial for any kind of healing modality. And it kind of blew my mind that it had taken so many years. And I'm seeing it a little bit more now, but it's still really not a conversation that we're having. So I really um, wanted to bring this topic to the podcast because I really want people to start thinking, what does safety mean for you? Um, you mentioned the physical or the, the physical threat of it. We think that uh, we live in a, you know, we live in a safe community or nobody's trying to kill us on a daily basis. So, so we're safe, but our nervous systems are, are fine tuned to, safety in way more complex ways, right? So for example, we might feel like we're physically safe, but are we financially safe? Are we emotionally safe? Um, are we are we practicing these healing tools in a safe container where we genuinely are able to be vulnerable and courageous courageous? Like I went I I I went to talk therapy for years, but if you don't trust, if you don't feel safe with your with your therapist, your healing is going to be stalled or less effective, right? If you don't feel safe with your massage therapist or your coach, right? You're not really getting to the root of things. You're not really being as vulnerable and open as possible to allow your healing to be maximized. So that's why we're bringing this conversation today. What does safety mean for you? 
Absolutely. And you mentioned that if you don't feel safe with your massage therapist, you, you're not going to have the healing, right? And it's so funny you brought this up because I was just telling someone this the other day. As a massage therapist, a lot of people have tension and they're like, you know, they want deep tissue, they want deep pressure. And what, you know, you don't realize is that if I went in as a massage therapist first session and, and I just tried to go as deep as I could into those tense spots, your body's actually going to put up an armor because it doesn't feel safe. It feels it's being attacked. And so actually it needs to be gentle and the body needs to be relaxed before any deep pressure is applied. And this really goes not just for when you're in a massage session, but throughout your whole life, you kind of have to create this safety for your body so that it can relax and you can flow with life's, you know, different aspects and different moments. And a couple weeks ago, I realized why my nervous system was fluctuating so much. And I was having this like smooth flowing patches. And all of a sudden, I would get like stuck in this anxious, stressed space, but I really couldn't figure out why. And it was a few weeks ago, I was in the beta launch of the Be With You program in, you know, Nicole's company, Be With amazing, amazing few weeks that I spent with Nicole. And we were talking about safety. And Nicole had said something about how she defined safety for herself. And she mentioned finances and what it meant to feel financially safe. And something clicked for me in that I had been fluctuating in my, in my nervous system. I was having this anxiety because I didn't feel safe in my finances. I didn't feel that safety and I hadn't defined what it meant for me. So I couldn't even create that safety because I haven't, I hadn't even considered that financially there was this lack of safety and it was actually creating this lack of safety in my body. And then result, you know, the result was seeing it in these different areas of my life. That's another reason why I was like, yes, Nicole, let's have this conversation because so many of us don't even realize that we have this lack of safety because it's in these other areas of our life. And when we traditionally think of safety, we can say, well, we, we live in a safe neighborhood, like Nicole said, you know, we have this house and we have this and, and in the traditional sense, you feel safe, but your nervous system, again, really gets into those details. Now, since you identified that, Katie, how's your financial life going for you? Well, it has been much better for sure. I feel like it's, it's definitely this flow of things are happening naturally because now I've defined it and I know what it it means to me. And so I can actually create it and manifest that find that not just the finances physically, but that safety in my body, because now I know what it means. So you mentioned about the massage work that if somebody came in and wanted a deep tissue, but the body wasn't relaxed, there is an actual armoring. So when we've had traumatic experiences, we physically armor our muscles tense and they will stay that way for decades, right? That's why you can get massage after massage after massage. But if you're not getting to the root of the issue or if you're not healing on a deeper issue, the body is just going to stay like concrete. That was my experience. At least I wasn't able to accept body work for the longest time because I just had too much that I needed to unpack for myself. But think about armoring And the other ways we do that in life, right? A lot of people know, they're like, oh, I put up emotional walls. I don't let people get close to me. I keep everybody at a distance, right? Where are you putting up walls in your life? And what are you really protecting yourself from? So when we think about safety that way, or even when we think about where is my life not flowing the way I want it to, whether it's finances, whether it's relationships, whether it's our career, our creativity, 
um, even with children, right? It's usually because we're, we haven't identified what we need to feel safe and that's causing some sort of blockage and or limiting belief. And so our bodies and our nervous systems and our emotions are just staying tense all the time. And we're probably walking around on autopilot completely unaware of it. I love how you brought up we're probably walking around on autopilot, right? Because that's kind of the whole point of us talking about this right now is that we're walking around in autopilot in this space of not realizing where we actually don't feel safe. And then it's creating these circumstances in our life where anxiety comes up and stress comes up and we have these unpleasant experiences because we haven't defined safety. We haven't taken the time to become mindful of our own selves, of our own bodies, of our own feelings and emotions and sensations to realize that, well, this doesn't feel safe. You know, it doesn't feel safe. Like for me, it didn't feel safe to every month be able to pay the bills, but not to know when exactly that was going to come in and how exactly I was going to bring that money in and, you know, how it was all going to work out. That didn't feel safe to me. But when I sat down with that and I said, this is what feels safe to me, this amount of money coming in each month having, you know, the bills paid in this way by this time, like this is what feels safe to me, then I could actually create that. I could manifest that, right? I could say, this is what I need. This is the options to create it and make it happen. But I had to step out of autopilot to do that. We have adaptations, we have coping mechanisms, right? There's so many things that we do automatically that we have learned to keep us alive, to keep us going through the motions, to keep us going through the day-to-day, right? But when we're on autopilot, we're completely oblivious to what's happening in the moment, what our needs are in the moment. And that's how we start to unravel where we're blocked and we start to unravel the spaces where there's work to do. Um, For me personally, as a recovering people pleaser and a recovering codependent person, I used to be the person to solve everything and save everybody. And sometimes that looked like having people literally in my physical space in my house that weren't, it wasn't supportive on both ends, right? It was me taking care of people who didn't want to take care of themselves. So it took me years to realize and cutting ties and creating healthy distance and just taking care of myself, that physical space, literal physical space is very, very important for me and my mental well-being and like once I established that and I created that for myself, there was a transition period of my body learning that I was safe and I had to check in over and over and over again. And then once I created that safety, everything else in my life shifted. Everything else, um, there was less resistance in every other aspect of my life. And then I was able to identify other areas where I was like, oh, this whole theme of safety is really important. Where else don't I feel safe, right? So I'd like to to throw it out to offer people, you know what I mean? What's not working in your life and then check in with your body and check in with your nervous system and see if you actually feel safe with that thing, that person, that space, that topic. That's where the work is. Absolutely. And I love the way you, you kind of threw that out there too, because we've touched on the finances and then like for you, it was personal space that you, that was safe for you. You realized you needed that to feel safe and you know, there are certain people that we're around that we just don't feel safe around. And when we're on autopilot, we don't realize it because, again, it's not that there's this traditional 
lack of safety there, but it's personally creating that lack of safety in your nervous system. And that can also come up when you feel certain emotions. There can be certain emotions that come up for you that you feel unsafe with. And then it almost like, at least for me personally, it almost like it creates this cloud and this fog um, when I'm in the space of certain emotions. Like there is a specific feeling of fear that I get. And it's not like fear for my life. It's not like fear for anything. It's just like this fear that I've done something wrong, even though I know logically I haven't done anything wrong, but because of the trauma and abuse I experienced, where in any given moment, I could have done something wrong that wasn't wrong at all, but it was manipulation that was thrown on me that it was wrong. And that then, you know, whatever unfolded afterwards, I have these moments. And when I feel that feeling if I'm in autopilot, I just go into this cloud and this fog and this like disassociation and I can't create, you know, what I'm trying to create in life. I don't feel free. I, I don't feel fulfilled. I can't manifest anything. And if I'm in autopilot, I won't realize that because then I'm just in autopilot. But when I step out of that autopilot and I become mindful, when I get embodied, then I can recognize this feeling is coming up for me. It doesn't feel safe. So what do I need to give myself now? And by being able to define what is safe and what is not safe, it gives me the ability and it, you know, listener, it will give you the ability to actually create that safety. So then you can manifest what you're trying to manifest so that you can flow with life because now you know what you need. Yeah, I love that you mentioned that emotions were an indicator for you. So the Be With program, the Be With You program that you just went through with me that you're helping me cultivate is an introduction to the various indicators we have to check in with our true selves, our present selves, and to be our healthiest, authentic self, right? So some of those indicators are our body sensations, our emotions, right? Whether or not we feel safe to express our truth, right? There's so many indicators that we tend to just dull down or turn off when we're on autopilot. And that's a survival mechanism. We all do it. People who can identify or, or, or identify as having a lot of trauma are hypervigilant about it. Like they, we've spent years in fight or flight. So we stay in that space, right? So we have to put as much effort and energy into allowing our nervous systems to relax and identifying safety and learning what our indicators are to keep us out of dissociation and to keep us out of autopilot. Sometimes autopilot serves a purpose, but more often than not, if we're living life from autopilot, we're not living a free and fulfilling life. 100%. And you brought up hypervigilance. And a few months ago, it was in May that I remember talking to you and saying, I am just so hyper vigilant. I was so anxious. We had gone to the Eastern shore um, where my father-in-law has a house. And I was like, so overly worried about the mosquito bites, like something I've never been worried about in my life. I've always get eaten up by mosquitoes. But for some reason this weekend, I was like, oh my gosh, the mosquitoes and they carry diseases. And like, I was so anxious about it, so hypervigilant about it. I was so worried about the boys like falling off the pier into the water, even though like they had vests on, they were fine, like we were right there. I was just so 
overly anxious. And that was a time period in my life where I knew I was unhappy in the job I was in. And I wasn't feeling this financial security, which, you know, a few months later I learned about and I was understanding this need to define what was financially safe for me. And so it was showing up in this hypervigilance. That was how this lack of safety was showing up. I was getting hypervigilant in things I really couldn't control. Like I can't really control the mosquito bites. I can't really control if the kids fall off, you know, the pier with their vests on in the water that they can swim in that were right there, you know, like all these things. And it was creating a lot of disease in my mind, in my body, in my life. And yoga and meditation and the tools that I typically use were not supporting me. They were supporting me in those moments, but then that hypervigilance and that anxiety was coming back. And for anyone that's been following me for a while knows this whole past year has been a massive healing transformation for me. And so this was kind of like this point where like I had already done all this work. I had already done all this healing and it was very, very frustrating that this was still coming up. And so I mentioned that also because healing is continuous and you are always evolving. You are always growing and transforming. And so we're talking about, you know, redefining safety or defining safety for yourself in all the elements of your life. And I'm also saying redefine it continuously. When you notice these things coming up, when you step out of autopilot and you become mindful, check in with what safety means for you in these different elements. And is it time to redefine it? Because what financially safe meant for me two years ago is different than what it means for me today. What emotionally safe meant for me two years ago is different than today. The boundaries I needed to feel safe, you know, years ago are different than the boundaries today. Absolutely. Like I'm so, I love that I've been on the journey with you and I love that I can see these multiple steps and how, you know, hindsight's 2020, right? So you can see this is where I was stuck and this is how, but overwhelmed, um, constant anxiety, burnout, all of those things, again, they're indicators. And you're absolutely right that we're, we're multidimensional beings and we're constantly, hopefully constantly growing. And what that means, this is the question we have to come back to and revisit again and again. For me, just yesterday, I was in coaching and I had to redefine financial safety for myself because I had reached a point of financial safety and I didn't set new goals. And so now that's kind of holding me back as um, a small business owner and an entrepreneur. So I had to check in and revisit and set new goals and see, you know, what financial safety means to me now. So it is an ongoing process. It should be a, a part of our routine. But definitely, if we notice that there's blockages or that we're struggling or that we're having massive amounts of resistance to something, start there. See those, see what areas might be leading you to feel unsafe and identify what your needs are for that particular area of your life. I love that. And so how can we support the listener in what they can do to kind of define safety for themselves? What tips or practices or tools or I think we're modeling it right we've both had experiences of being stuck and the question was what do I need to feel safe so it's just identifying the areas of challenge of resistance of feeling stuck what's not working and then ask you know start to find safety for yourself 
have those conversations with uh, a trusted friend in a, you know, in a safe container. We've had, we've had that podcast conversation, right? Yes, Start we did. That was, and defining for yourself. Yes, that was episode 37. You want to go back and listen to that if you hadn't listened to it yet. And I I agree 100%. It's really getting mindful and asking yourself those questions. And, you know, listener to you, if you are struggling with this, if you're like, I recognize that this is something I need to do, redefine safety. It makes a lot of sense and you're not really sure where to begin. You know, you can always reach out to Nicole or I, we can jump on a coaching call and kind of walk through this with you so that you can really get down into what safety means for you. Because I know personally, sometimes when we start to get in that space of what safety means, we tend to, at least I tend to, get in this space of how the outside world defines safety. What is financial safety for the outside world? You know, like what is emotional safety for the outside world? But it's not about the outside world. It's about you and your inner world and really what works for you. Like just an example, because I brought up finances, like entrepreneurs everywhere, you see, you know, business coaches all the time and they're, most of their programs are like how to hit a hundred K how to make 10 K months. And that's like the outside world definition of safety, mm-hmm. but that doesn't have to be what safety is for you. Like for me, I didn't need to reach that to feel safe, but I needed to define what it meant for me to be safe. And what was that, you know, that line of safety for me. It doesn't mean that I can't reach higher or I can't redefine it at some point, but trying to reach for this big goal of a hundred K a year was creating fear and anxiety. It was creating a lack of safety in me versus actually getting down to what is safe for me. So anyway, remembering that. I'm really glad I'm really glad you told that story though, Katie, because it reminds me of another point and another realization that I've made very, uh, lately is that a lot of times I've spent a lot of time trying to heal. And a lot of that looked like going from fight or flight and identifying safety. Right. But what I realized is that um, the outside world or a lot of, you know, commercialism uses a lot of toxic positivity, a lot of love and light, a lot of positive psychology of just change your mindset and your life will get better. The thing is, is that we need safety before we can do that. So it's actually a spectrum of identifying that we're in fight or flight or identifying that we're in autopilot, we're on survival mode, we're living from coping mechanisms, right? Shifting to safety. And then once we identify safety, that's when we can shift to thriving. That's when we can shift to success. That's when we're in our most powerful space for manifesting, right? So that's why safety is so essential and crucial for really making our life what we want it to be. You can't just jump from fight or flight into love and light and rainbows and unicorns and flowers. And, you know, if you know me, you know how much I love sparkles and glitter and unicorns and rainbows, right? (laughs) But you need safety first. And no one can define that for you but yourself. Absolutely. You cannot go from surviving to thriving without safety. Because if you don't feel safe, you're just trying to survive. So I also think it's good to point out that 
there is no right or wrong way to define safety. It's the way that works for you. And this is a big thing that I say all the time. There is no right or wrong. Our definitions of right and wrong are based on the outside world, the outside dream, the outside conditioning. And you have your own inner world that all your answers sit in. And so trusting how you define safety for yourself. Again, if you want extra support with that, Nicole and I are more than happy to be there to hold that space for you to create your definition of safety. And I think throughout the podcast, we've really shared with you the importance of it and how it's created an impact on both of our lives when we actually sat down to create safety. And just reminding you also that this wasn't something we did right away. This wasn't something we knew to do right away. And we are sharing it with you today because we don't want you to have to wait as long as we did to realize the importance of defining safety because then you get to create it in your life, which means if you can create safety in your life. That means you can go from just trying to survive to thriving. So thank you for being here, Nicole. Thank you for having another important conversation with me. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really starting to um, really delighting in these conversations and, you know, us having them then, opening and inviting other people to have them as well. I, you know, that's where the change is happening. Absolutely. And, you know, whenever you're listening to the podcast, if it's when it dropped or if it's like months or years later, we are still here to hold space as you define safety for you. So we would love to connect with you on social media. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and I'll drop those links in the show notes. And um, thank you for being here, listener. If you are enjoying the podcast, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any episodes. And as always, we would love to read a review from you, see how you're feeling about the podcast. And um, I'll meet you back here next week. Mm -hmm.